don't know about you, but I'm just about ready to erupt with praise. There's something boiling on the inside. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we came tonight to give you praise. Oh, to you. praise you oh the rocks will not cry out on our watch let these vessels praise you let us pray jump in don't be worried about what what we're gonna sing next because only the Holy Spirit knows so you can just jump into Holy Spirit fill my mouth oh Holy Spirit fill my mouth hey, hey. Oh, sovereign
I said where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Say it with me. Say it with me one more time. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty in this house. There is liberty in this church. There is liberty in you. For the spirit of the Lord is within you. The spirit of the Lord is with us. Amen. You cannot have a move of the spirit unless there's truly God's spirit moving. And then there's freedom. There is a flow. There is liberty. There's freedom. Amen. Because the spirit is here. Darkness cannot overcome the light. Darkness cannot overcome the light. John 1, 5. John 1, 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. To comprehend is to seize, is to lay hold of, it's to overcome. Darkness cannot understand you. Say, darkness doesn't understand me because I'm full of light. I'm full of the opposite spirit. You're full of the opposite spirit. Darkness cannot understand you because you're full of Jesus. You're full of the light of Christ. It says in the word, 1 John, or John 1, 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. It, didn't, it cannot seize it. It cannot lay hold of it, and it cannot overcome it. So to the Christian, light is not only greater than darkness. Say, it's not only greater than darkness, but it outlasts. And it overcomes it. It outlasts and overcomes it. Darkness. Amen? Jesus said, no one takes my life. Devil thought he was going to take his life. No one takes my life. He said, I lay it down. No one's going to take my life. I lay it down. No one's going to take your life. Right? Amen? Because you're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. You've got to know who you are. If the light of Christ is on the inside of you, do you really think that you're going to walk in a position of thievery, of robbery? Not on your watch. Come on, church of God. I heard somebody say, not on my watch. Not on my watch, devil. Jesus, the light of the world, in his obedience is his, his strength. In our obedience is our strength. John 8, 12. Turn to John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. He who follows after me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of Christ, the light of life, the light of Christ, the light of life. Think about that for a moment. If you, the word says, I am the light of the world, Jesus speaking, he who follows after me shall not walk in darkness. You will not walk in darkness, but you have the light of life. You have the light of life on the inside of you. In Christ, you are the light of the world, and your obedience is your strength. In your obedience lies your strength. Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And you know the word says that we cannot be shaken when we're truly, in, when we're planted in Christ, you cannot be shaken. 
See, the devil cannot handle your obedience because you represent Christ to him. Let it all sink in here for a moment. You, the, the devil cannot. He can't stand. He can't comprehend. He doesn't get it. It confuses him. He doesn't understand. He can't handle it. Your obedience. When you're obedient to the word of the Lord, when you're obedient to God, the devil cannot handle it because you represent Christ to him. You are living, you are like, you are like the living Christ to him. You're not Christ, but Christ is in you. And so you represent Christ. And when he sees you, he just sees what looks like Jesus. When he sees you, he hears and he sees what looks and what sounds and what acts like Jesus. That's why he can't get it. He doesn't understand you. He doesn't know how to figure you out. He's when we're obedient to Christ, when we walk in obedience to Christ, we confuse and confound the enemy's schemes. He doesn't get it. He can't handle us. And he doesn't know which way it's, it's coming towards him because he's like, this looks and sounds like the one that defeated me, Jesus. They look and sound like the Savior of the world. They have the same characteristics. They sound like him. They act like him. There's power coming forth out of them. What is up with these people that call themselves Christians, Christ-like, disciples, followers of Christ? Ever thought about that for a moment? When you're walking in obedience and you're really walking with the Lord, the devil does not know how to handle you because when he looks at you, when you're walking in true obedience, he looks at you and he's like, wait, is that, is that, is that them or, or is that Christ? Is, is that them? Because the blood is what he sees. The forgiveness is, he sees the power. He sees the resurrection. He's like, I'm confused. See, this may be a new concept for some of you and maybe not for others. But it is so powerful when you really get, understand, wow, your obedience breaks the barriers. Your obedience to Christ will break those barriers because you confuse his plan without saying a word to him. Just living right for Christ. Amen? This is a powerful truth. This is a powerful, powerful truth. The devil cannot handle your obedience because you represent Christ to him. And Jesus publicly shamed the devil at the cross. Hallelujah. You can turn to Colossians 2.15 or they may put it up. But, the, but he, he, was, he was made a public spectacle, a public shame at the cross. He disarmed him. He, he just disembodied him. Basically, that's what was happening at the cross. He took away the power that he thought he had. He disarmed him. He made a public shame. Having disarmed the principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. In other words, because of the cross. Because of the cross. Not just the cross, but because he rose again. Because at the cross pointed to the resurrection. So the cross, which pointed to the resurrection, was actually the saving power, not just unto Jesus, but for us. And so when the enemy looks at you, he's remembering, uh-oh, they sound like what was once dead and is now alive. Uh-oh, they sound like that same resurrection power that rose Christ from the dead that they say lives in them. Well, I believe it actually does because they're walking and they're talking like a radical bride. Like we just got done singing. Like a radical, radical bride. And don't let me sing because then I'm going to be able to go back there. But it, it's true. Radical bride, radical bride. So when you speak your identity in Christ, 
Listen to this. When you speak your identity in Christ, the devil cannot tell who you are from who Jesus is. When you speak your identity in Christ, the devil can't really tell who you are from who Jesus is. Because why? Why? Because you look like Jesus to him. You look like Jesus to the, to the devil. You've confused him. To the enemy, your obedience confuses him. To the enemy, your, your obedience just is like messing with his brain. You've been grafted in. This is why. Because you have been grafted into the vine. Say, I've been grafted in. You've been raised up with Christ. Say, I've been raised up with Christ. You carry his name. You carry his identity. You carry his authority. Is this not true? You carry him. You carry his spirit. You carry his spirit. And so when you really walk with Jesus, you're walking one with him. And so therefore, you resemble him. You look like him. You act like him. The devil's confused and says, well, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Because the last time I understood, I was defeated by this Jesus they represent. I was already confused. I was already defeated. I was dis literally disembodied by this Jesus that they represent. You represent Jesus. I know. The devil fell from the presence of God, and he wants the church to do the same. That's why he doesn't want your obedience. The devil fell from the presence of God, and he wants you to do the same. He wasn't satisfied with the presence that he was in. How many of you guys remember this? He wasn't satisfied being in the presence of God because he wanted to be the presence. He wanted to be the presence. He wasn't satisfied with just worship and, and being in the presence of the Holy One. He wanted to be the presence. Let's turn to Isaiah 14. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Wow. Isaiah 14 and in verse 12. It says, how you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. On the farthest side of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high God. I will, I will, I will. Pride cause him to literally fall. Right? He wasn't satisfied just being in the presence. He wanted to be the presence. Pride became his downfall. See, the I will, did you not hear that he said, I will, I will, I will? The I will is no match for the I am. The I will is absolutely no match for the great I am. Jesus said, I am the way. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. He said, I am the life. Right? He's the all-powerful. He is the all-present. He is the all-knowing God. He said, I am. And so the I will will not. Because the I will is not a match for the I am. Never forget that. Say, I'm never going to forget that. See, it's not a mystery. God, God, God's not a mysterious voice. 
behind some curtain, unable to be attained. God is not some, some mysterious spirit that you can't understand or is so far away from you. He is the I am who I am. That's who he is. He is the bread of life. He is the resurrection. He is the power of God. He says, I, he says, I am the true vine. Amen. Hallelujah. He's the bishop of your souls. He says, I am your anchor. I am your anchor. I'm going to anchor you. How many of you say that's good news? Because we want to be anchored. We want to be anchored. So you are on a great mission to fulfill the great commission. That's what you're, when you're up against a Pharaoh spirit, I want you to look at that Pharaoh spirit and say, I am who I am has sent me. The great I am has sent me. Isn't that what, isn't that what the Lord told Moses? What are you going to go tell Pharaoh? I am that I am. The I am sent you. You just tell him the I am. The I am sent you. Powerful. So the I am who I am sent you and the I will will never be. I'm going to say that again just because I can. The I am who I am sent me, and so therefore, the I will never will be. Say it to your neighbor. The I am who I am sent you, and therefore, the I will will never be. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. He said, I am the resurrection. He says, I am the life. I'm the true vine. Amen. Jesus asked his disciples in Mark 8:29. He said, "Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am?" But Jesus said later, "I am." He says, "He is the I am, not the I will be." Don't ever get it confused. Sometimes you walk as if you're thinking Jesus is the I will be when he says, no, I am the I am. I already am. It's I'm not going to be your provider. I already am. I'm not going to be your healer. I already am. I, I am not going to be your comfort in the storm. I already am. I am that I am. Amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, listen up, you need this. Listen up, you need this. Hallelujah. We need this. So since the I will will never be, we're all following. Since the I will, no you won't, devil. Since the I will will never be, you now are a child of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the mouthpiece of God. The mouthpiece of God is going to speak forth the will of God. You are more precious than jewels. You are more precious than jewels. Blessed when you go in and blessed when you go out. You're blessed. You're loved by your creator. So I'm so loved by my creator and I know it. I'm so blessed. I know it. I'm filled with joy. I'm filled with hope. You're filled with hope. You're filled with joy. You're filled with peace. You're filled with the dunamis, creative, miraculous, wonder-working power of the Lord, your God. That's who you are. I should get you shouting, amen, hallelujah. You're never alone. You're free in him whom the sun sets free. You're protected. You're strong, stronger than you think you are. You're courageous. Hallelujah. You're confident, and you will never fail. 
you will never fail. He says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. If you hold my hand, if you walk with me, if you talk with me, if you look to my word, and if you stay in my presence, if you don't look to the left or to the right, and you keep your eyes upon me, trust me, saith the Lord, I am taking you to heights you didn't even know existed. He says, I'm taking you further than you even knew possible. Amen? How many of you really believe that tonight? Oh, what he is doing is incredible in every way. From the glory where we can barely walk to the word that's being preached, where lives are being risen up or resurrection power. I see resurrection power happening throughout this room tonight. I see resurrection power throughout the room tonight. I see lives awakening, people awakening. Wow, there's an awakening in your spirit. That's right. That's right. Because you're not going to walk out the same old, same old. You're not walking out the same way you walked in, church of God. Hallelujah. See, the devil lost his access to heaven. But we gained us. The devil lost his access because pride sunk into his heart and it sunk him. But we gained us. Turn to your neighbor and say, I gained mine. I gained mine. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not letting it go. Hallelujah. He is, he is with you. He is with us. The devil fell because of pride. And the devil w went from an I will be to I will never be. He went from an I will be to I will never be. I thought that I was going to be, but in reality, I'm never going to be. Because pride filled his heart. See, this is good news. It's good news because when the enemy tries to come and and torment your mind, your brain, and your, when, he, when he tries to wreak havoc in your family, and he's telling you it's going to be like this, and he says, no, 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 no. You know what you've been believing and hoping for? It's never going to work out because you look at how long it's been. When he starts to try to torment your mind, you got to remind him, no, 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 devil. Let me just tell you something. You thought you were going to be, but you never will. You never will. You have fallen from grace. You have fallen, and fallen you will stay. See, the devil fell. He went from I will be to I never will be. But we went from I can't to I am. Not I will, but I am. Not you will. Oh, I'm going to. No, you don't. No. You already are. I am in Christ. Who are you in Christ? I already am in Christ. I already am healed in Christ. I already am whole in Christ. I already am. I am the representation of Jesus Christ here on earth. So are you. You already are. Not you're going to be. It's powerful that you get this because when you know this, then you walk differently. You literally walk differently. I am able to walk holy. You are able to walk holy. You are full of his will. Amen. You are able to please the Lord. You are able to walk on water. Oh, yes, you are. Come on, water walking saints. Who's ready and who's willing and who knows that their call of God is to walk on water. That means you're going to defy every assignment that tells you you can't and say, really? Because I already am. I'm not going to be. I already am. Hallelujah. Because the great I am lives in me. Because the great I am lives in you. The great I am, he's given you access to the dominion which is full of light. We started this message about light. We started this message about how Jesus says, I am the light, right? 
And the light is in us. And we are the light of the world. And, and, and you know, you can't, you can't bury your light. You are full of light. And one little bit of light totally, totally lightens up the darkness. The, light, the darkness is destroyed and completely put out by a little bit of light. Your light, even though you may think it's little, is big in the eyes of the enemy because you represent Christ. Don't ever forget who you represent. You represent the King of Kings. You represent the Lord of Lords. And that little light is enough to put out the whole darkness, the whole darkness, amen? So darkness cannot overcome the light. For you who believe on his name, I want you to go ahead and stand. For you who believe on his name, say, I believe on his name. Not only is the light of Christ in you greater than darkness, but it outlasts and it overcomes it. Put your hand on your spirit right now. Say, that light that is on the inside of me, not only is it greater than the darkness that may be all around me, but it outlasts and it overcomes it. You're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. The light of Christ is on the inside of you. You already are. I already am. I am. Jesus said I am. I am that I am. The word of the Lord says that he is I am. He is the great I am. But the great I am lives on the inside of you. And now you say I am in Christ. I am victorious. I am. I am. I am all that he's called me to be. I am his daughter. I am his son. I am victorious. I am rising up. I am not afraid. I am full of his spirit. I am who he says I am. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody give him a shout. Somebody praise his name. Hallelujah. We give you the praise, Father God. We give you the praise.